today we're going to hear part of a letter from the Apostle Paul to the church he founded in Thessalonica. Now Paul lived in Thessalonica for about a year and a half, and then he had to leave. He keeps wanting to come back to this church, but he hasn't been able to, so he sends his colleague Timothy to go and see them. Timothy has good news. The church is doing well. And Paul writes back to the church and says this. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy that we feel before God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you face to face and restore whatever is lacking in your faith. Now, may God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we abound in love for you. And may God so strengthen your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy God, help us for this Advent time in worship to settle in and know your presence. Help us to both know that you are with us and that you are yet to come in more fullness. So help us prepare ourselves for this time of anticipation. Help us to hope. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. It is Advent, and we are in the midst of preparations. We have our wreaths up on the church walls. So beautiful. Thank you, Flower Committee. And yes, we found our Christmas tree over at Blessed Sacrament. They always donate a beautiful tree for us. We found the Christmas star and all of those wonderful ornaments that were made on Friday night. The children are preparing for a pageant and they will find our Christmas costumes and find the manger. I always have to remember and remind myself that the manger is a place where the cow ate her food. The manger is first and foremost this place where the hay was consumed by that cow. And this was the only place that Mary had in the muck and the straw and the hay to nestle her baby. God came to the world as that tiny baby and nestled into the hay and mud in that manger. My friends, we are the manger. We are the mud and the straw to which God comes 
and rests and dwells and is born among us. We are that manger. First and foremost, that's what churches are, places to hold God's love, places of love. Now, the Apostle Paul traveled the world to tell people about God's love, that Jesus is God's love, and the way that Jesus lived is the way to love one another. And that group of people in Thessaloniki that Paul loved so much could have worshipped so many other gods because Thessaloniki, Thessalonica, is right there at the foot of Mount Olympus. There were temples to Athena and Eros and Zeus all around them. They could have worshipped the god of war. They could have worshipped any of those gods, but they chose to worship Jesus, and it made their lives hard. And so they were this little community of safety and help, and they prayed for each other, and they could turn to each other in a time of need, and they loved each other. But after Paul had to leave, he didn't know what happened to them. He wondered in this place where there were so many other gods and it made them unpopular. Would they even survive as a little church? We've got lots of questions today about will our churches around the United States survive? Paul wondered, will the people be safe? I think most of all he wondered, will they love each other? And so he sends Timothy and we get this letter back, and Timothy says, yes, they're still together. Yes, this church has survived. Yes, they celebrate the Lord's Supper. Yes, they pray for each other. Yes, they baptize. And yes, they love each other. They love each other. And so Paul writes and says, Ugh, may you continue to grow in love for each other and for all people. For one day, love will be complete and God's kingdom of love will be realized fully. God's dream will be our reality. So love. For the last six years, I've attended a week-long spiritual retreat where we engage in the spiritual practice of painting Byzantine icons. And the bulletin, just at the beginning of News and Notes, is a tiny little picture of the icon of St. Peter that I painted this year. This is a magical week. I love the people who come year after year. And they are not all easy personalities. We pray through painting all day long. We help each other. When one person gets stuck on the robes or the hands, we say, go look 
at Jeanette's hands. She's really good at hands. Here, I'll help you with that robe. I've been up at 12 o'clock at midnight with Jeanette doing my halos while I was still trying to finish a hand. We work together. And our icons show the love of the whole community. At mealtimes, we tell each other stories. I know about Edith's husband. I know about Ruth's cancer. We know about each other's children and grandchildren, and we prayed for years for each other. And then in the morning, sometimes there are little gifts that show up at our tables where we paint, left anonymously, a card of encouragement. One year, somebody brought a prayer bracelet for all of us, and by the fourth day, there's chocolate. Lots and lots of chocolate, because that's how icons get finished. It's chocolate. It is a love fest. And I think that it works because, for lots of reasons, first, we're only together one week, right? We're only there one week. Second, we work most of the time in silence. We worship and we pray together every day. We start our day at 7.30 with worship and communion and a sermon every day. We have fun together in the evenings. There's Balkan dancing and spontaneous singing. But the most important reason, and we all know it, is because God is there. God has gathered this little community together. God has come and nestled in among us. For that week, we are a manger in which God has chosen to dwell. God has gathered us in this place to hold Jesus. God has made us a manger of wood and stone, and all of the stuff of life, of human flesh, and worship, and songs. We baptize babies. We celebrate the Lord's Supper. We pray for each other. We try to be patient and kind, and not arrogant, nor rude, nor boastful, but rejoicing in what is right, enduring all things, forgiving bearing all things, because the greatest faith, hope, and love abide, but the greatest of these is love, love. One of the things that we learned when we were working on our strategic plan going deeper is that we are fascinating people. We truly are fascinating people. But we often only learn this about each other when one of us dies. Did you know Mary Ballou was an analyst for Russia, in, of, of Russian, and she knew Russian, and she was an analyst during the Cold War? Little Mary Ballou. Most of us didn't know that until she died. We are an amazing, fascinating group of people. 
our kids are going through fascinating experiences. They may be horrible, they may be wonderful, but nonetheless, they are fascinating. We want to know each other. We want to be able to play together and love each other and be strong together. And so, we're going to work on that this Advent. We've got our prayers that we'll write today to put in the baskets so that we can pray for one another all Advent. And we're going to play downstairs and have our meal together and play with the cards and find the person who matches your card get the star, learn something about each other. We've asked the second service people to come, and last time we had all church together Sunday, what happened? All the first service people talked to all the other first service people, and all the second service people talked to all the second service people, so we have to play mixers. You are a fascinating group of people. And like that church in Thessalonica, God has brought us together for us to help each other and survive in this world where we can worship so many things other than the God of love. Paul's prayer for that church is Paul's prayer for us, that we may grow in love for one another and for all. Because it is knowing God in each other that enables us to love beyond these walls. The Apostle Paul will be with us at this table when we share this meal. And he says to us, I am so glad you are here, Chevy Chase Presbyterian Church. I am so glad you are here. I pray for your love for each other, that it may grow stronger, for God has brought you bits of hay stuck together with the mud of life, and God has made you, us, a manger where Jesus will be born this Christmas. Make the manger strong. Pray. Truly abound in love for one another and for all. Faith, hope, and love abide. And the greatest of these is love. Thanks be to God. Amen.